Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome, everyone, to the 292nd episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Reza, you know what we've been doing on our end recently? What? Um... We've been trying to perfect a fried rice recipe. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So what we're what we're doing is uh, trying to find like simple things that you can like throw together in about thirty minutes. Uh, and fried rice is certainly a great uh, candidate for that. Yeah. What I do is sort of like plan ahead. You gotta be like, all right, are we even fried rice tonight? The idea is you don't want to use fresh rice. If you fresh rice it like becomes like really mushy you know because like it's super starchy super wet and so with fried rice you think it's got like uh the rice is a little bit harder a little bit crunchier so it's like the exact opposite of it so what i do is i make like two cups of rice in the morning and i dry it out i put it uh, uh i put parchment paper over a cooling rack and i just like sort of like just dump the uh the rice on it uh i mean the way i cook the rice is uh what two cups of dried rice three cups of water uh, bring the water first up to a boil throw the two cups of rice in there uh and then once it's like the water's t- turned to a boil you dump the rice in uh turn the heat down to about like medium medium low i'd say simmer for about 12 minutes just like you know you sort of move the rice around every few minutes but uh the idea is that the rice will soak up all the water and then so there's not like too much water left in the uh, the pot just dump that out on the uh, the parchment paper. Just make sure you like spread it out as much as you can. Right. Just to let it dry. So like I, I uh, did it about two hours ago. The rice is like get, starting to get pretty hard already, which is great. Uh, we use about six eggs for uh, fried rice. How many and servings so you, does that make? Six. Yeah. Um, you want to like uh, sort of scramble the eggs up, right? You want to take them. You want to season it a little bit, just a little bit of salt, not too much. Um, when the eggs are about like 90% done, where it's still a little soft, but you can overall, like you can tell it's yellow, it's fluffy, it's on its way, take it out. Let it sit on like in a pot, uh, sorry, in a plate or something. Um, what we've been doing is we've been making spam fried rice. So I buy things spam. Spam is great. I know you can't eat spam, uh, but I'm sure there, I'm trying to think of like other things you can get. You, you can even get like, I don't know if you do a lot of barbecue at your place but if you do like ribs you know you yeah. do like a day later you just like dice up the ribs oh you just damn be... near anything right you can, honestly dude the, the the protein can honestly be anything yeah. you just want to make sure that you dice it up in like small bits right right no one wants to cut stuff in front yeah of us, right yeah so yeah, spam is vegetable. everywhere in hawaii oh yeah dude yeah Heck yeah, spam! Spam is fantastic. I think spam just gets a bad rap because everyone's like, "Oh, it's meat in a can." Yeah, but it's like if you it's a don't simple knock name. it, you try it. It's like you call it yeah. spam. Your emails are spam. It's just uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we like small dice of spam. I small dice green onions. Uh, so what you do is garlic in with the uh, the vegetable oil. Throw the spam in. Let the spam brown. 
I mean, even with yours, uh, if you do like barbecue or any sort of like uh, grilled meat, just let it, you're basically just warming up the meat again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so you throw some garlic in with that. And then we do it. We do it super simple. We get like freezer bags or steamer bags full of like mixed vegetables. You got your peas, your carrots, your string beans, your, uh, your corn. Throw that, just throw that in there. It takes no more than like five minutes. Everything sort of play together really nicely. Uh, and then you throw in the rice. Throw the rice in. Let that sort of like you combine it, work it in the in the pan. Now you can do that. Like uh, I don't know if you like your fried rice or soy sauce. Yep, I do. So it's about three tablespoons of soy sauce, about a tablespoon of like fish sauce. Uh, okay. Now you can mix that first and then dump it all in, or you just do it like one after another. It's not a big deal. Just so you just want to make sure that like it coats the rice. You don't want the you don't want it to be super dark. You don't want the rice to get super dark. You'll have used too much soy sauce. And remember, soy sauce is salty. So you, I only salted the eggs in the beginning, and I don't really salt too much uh, too much else of it. I don't think I probably salt the frozen vegetables just a little bit. Um, but you can also salt to taste. You know what I mean? Just salt and pepper to taste. Right. Uh, salt. So at this point, you've done like the three tablespoons of soy sauce, a tablespoon of fish sauce. You can also do uh, sesame oil. Sesame oil is really key here. It's like an aromatic, right? It just yeah. really activates everything. Uh, probably about like two teaspoons of that, maybe three teaspoons of that. Um, throw that on there. And then you throw in the egg and then you throw in the green onion. Mix that up. Break up the egg a little bit, and then you're ready to serve. And this stuff holds. Like this stuff reheats really well too. It's a lot better than the fried rice that you can get anywhere else. But you can tell, like when you go to a Chinese restaurant, you can get the chicken fried rice, the pork fried rice, the beef fried rice, the shrimp fried rice. Like it's tofu fried rice. It's it's really just a thing that anything else can ride in. Right. Uh, but we've been trying to perfect that. The, oh, the other key thing is white pepper. Oh, really? White pepper as a finishing. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it just brings like a different level to it. So we're going to try that tonight. We we keep forgetting to get white pepper. Um, so we're going to do that tonight. And then we're going to we're gonna try and see if we can get this to a point where like this is like a staple that we can make and, and sort of move on. I'm not sure if I've ever had white pepper on hand at my house. Yeah, it, it's, it's not something that you use frequently. It's yeah. a very specific thing. My mom, when she used to make uh, like wonton soup, you throw it in like a broth, like a chicken broth or whatever, and then you finish it with white pepper. A couple of sprinkling of white pepper on top. It's something else, man. It is something else. I'll have to give it a shot. How many yeah. how many servings does this typically make? The the it fried makes rice. Six total. Okay. So basically like one egg per one egg per person. Uh I think like for dinner. You you can have enough for dinner. Knowing how you eat probably dinner. And you and Lena can have lunch the next day. Okay. Which is like exactly what you need it for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I'd want to give that a shot, actually. That sounds really good. Yeah. It's just super easy. To be able to whip up a dinner in 30 minutes is like, I mean, you you understand the concept of how like valuable your time it's is. It's tough, man. Yeah. Especially, in the, especially on like a work day when you're really busy with work. Last thing you want to do is like shut off work for like an hour and a half or two hours so that you can prep dinner eat and then get back to it so far yeah. after you kind of right. lose your flow so yeah yeah 100 percent. um especially with gordon yeah. too man <laughs> getting i get it I getting get a little it. bit of time with him he's yeah. just fussing and doing his thing yeah 
Shit, the, something uh, as simple as getting the dishes done. I was struggling to get them done earlier today. I couldn't get them all done. Do you guys have a dishwasher? We do, but like we 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 mostly fill our dishwasher with like with plates and bowls and such, okay. and things like uh, most of like our plasticware and whatnot. We we yeah, wash. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, and so like inevitably ends up being most of our like food prep materials. A lot of those yeah. items have to be hand washed. So. Uh, oh, and and most of his dishes themselves. Um, he sure. has like some bamboo bowls and uh, plates. Yeah, you his, can't throw all that the spoons and all these other things. We just hand wash those guys just separately from everybody else's stuff, and it's just a bit time consuming. And with him, just you know, you know, I I don't even want to say walking around the kitchen the way he like f- the way he like smacks his feet against the floor. It's just funny. He's constantly just trying to get into something new. So the cabinets all have little locks on them. These magnetic locks. Nice. But he's he's tall enough now that he can reach the drawers, so I got to get some locks for the drawers. He's not really trying to get into them too much, but there's so much stuff in the kitchen that he can he can mess with or try to like grab at that it becomes a bit difficult to to try to. And even like if he's not in the kitchen, if he goes to the living room, I'm constantly trying to like crane my neck around and 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 shift over a few paces so that I can see what he's doing all the time. So it it just it, it's oftentimes easier to do a lot of things when he's sleeping. Like this, for example. Yeah. Um, what else have I done recently? I bought a box for cable management on my computer desk, also known as my dining table. Uh, <laughs> the idea is I have like a major like dongle slash like extender thing that has. Uh, it's a USB-C slash lightning cable, and it, it leads to, like, this sort of uh, extension unit that has, like, a separate lightning cable, two USBs, and an HDMI cable. Uh, so I sort of have that coming off of my computer. I have my mic plugged into it. I have the external monitor plugged into it. I have my power unit com- uh, plugged into it. The issue is it's like a rat's nest behind my computer, right? Yeah. And, you know, you know how I feel about that. Uh, and I'm just Horrible. realizing when I see stuff online that is just like really, really well done, uh, I, I I always appreciate the amount of effort it takes because it's not something you can do like 80% because if you're going to commit to it and you let that 20% go, it's going to haunt you. You know what I mean? And so uh, just like laying it out, relaying it out, make sure the wires are going where I need to go, make sure the wires have enough give. Yep. But uh, it's it's not the most elegant solution. It's basically like this like white plastic box. It's flame retardant. It's water resistant. It's got like holes on each side, like cutouts on each side that I can put uh, an extension like cable or a power strip in there. And so there's only like one major thing going into the uh, to the outlet. I'm realizing now, especially with Hurricane Isaiah and how much of the uh, New England and the Eastern Seaboard has been without power. Uh, Carolyn's sister hasn't has been without power since Tuesday. Really? Uh, I did that much. Uh, wow. Yeah, uh, she's up in like rural Connecticut. They don't yeah. have. They haven't had running water since Tuesday. Wow. Yeah, think about that. Uh, that's like Hurricane Sandy all over again. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of New York. I think like fifty thousand customers in New York are still without power as of Sunday. Oh wow. Uh, there was like, like thousands of downed trees because like the wind somehow the wind was uh, harsher 
uh, more uh, stronger and more sustained than Hurricane Sandy was. I guess Hurricane Sandy was more just water damage, which yeah. brings obviously brings its own challenges. Right. But uh, there was like tens of thousands of trees uh, across all the train tracks everywhere, so they had wow. to sort of sort all that stuff out. Yeah. But, uh, I've been riding my bike. I've ridden my bike a couple of times since um, since the hurricane hit, and there are definitely like down down trees and branches and stuff a couple of things because like all the some of the the roads that i ride on i'm like in the emergency lane so like the trees will get shifted off the road but they'll just kind of leave them in the emergency lane so i have to kind of weave in and out of the uh, of the road to try to avoid some of those down trees but we we luckily did not lose power at my place most of the lines are buried um so we we are we were a bit well, we are just a bit lucky in that sense that we tend to not lose power too often here mm-hmm. yeah so uh now what i'm trying to do with like expensive electronics or anything like it's going into some sort of surge protector uh that prevents hopefully a lot of lasting like power damage to these things yeah uh, i've just heard a lot of really nightmare stories of uh computers getting zapped tvs getting zapped right like it's it's one thing to have to replace like a lamp or something like light bulbs that blow out but it's another thing to be like oh your computer got zapped yeah that, 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 that's a bit larger of a hurdle that uh you certainly can thankfully you know we're, we're a little bit fortunate enough to be able to weather uh, a cost like that but it's it's, it's similar to like your uh, a car payment or something an unexpected car maintenance it's like well I mean, I know I need to, but I wish I didn't have to. Yeah, you know? 100%. So we, I do invest in some pretty nice surge protectors everywhere. Yeah, I got to say that like the for, the for like a computer, those um, those UPSs, the uninterrupted power supplies, they are quite bulky. Like they look – Oh, yeah. Some of those look like the size of a computer tower themselves. And so I, uh, I need to do it. I've known that this is something I've needed to do for probably like a decade now, and I still haven't really bought – a uh, a proper one for for our especially like now that lane and i are both working from home we have all these different devices connected um whatever like the search protector that we have i'm sure is not good enough like the one that we have is the one that we used to have in our living room and i don't think this is anywhere near rated for like the the computer devices that we have connected here so um i I need to get something and shift it out so i've actually opened up a tab on amazon here so i can check them out and see if i can get something maybe this is what i'll use that gift card on yeah it's like one of those things where you don't think you need to but it's the peace of mind yeah it is it's the peace of mind that i'm really paying for at this point yeah um what else can i tell you today's I'll... date is the 9th of august and we are 19 days away from getting our peloton bike <laughs> oh i didn't know you ordered a peloton yeah we ordered a peloton uh end of end of june Wow, and uh, the delivery window was eight to ten weeks. Mm-hmm. That's how backed up they are in our area. Uh, they're doing COVID special delivery, so they build the bike in the hallway, and then they let you bring oh, wow. it into the place. Oh, uh, so they so assemble not, it. Okay, yeah, they assemble it. Uh, I don't know if that's different than normal. I think maybe normally they assemble it in your apartment. Yeah, that's what um, I would assume. I guess, yeah. I hadn't looked into getting a Peloton, no joke, like maybe early April, but they were already hitting you with the COVID, like, oh, you know, doing the COVID delays, maybe two weeks or three weeks. I'm like, I don't know if I want to wait three weeks, 
but when I waited until the end of June, thinking, oh, it'd be so, wouldn't it be nice, Reza, if you had a bike that you could do serious exercise in indoors? Maybe get a lot of nice long rides during the summertime. So, no, this thing's coming literally a week before summer ends. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I will say this. Uh, it'll definitely be nice to have in the wintertime when you actually can't get out there on a bike. I mean, in my case, I've been thinking about this. I can only ride my bike for, you know, another few months before it's going to be too cold for me to get out there. The, you know, it starts to get icy and, and whatnot. The thing about the Peloton is just how expensive it is. I actually did look into this and like, I, I, I wasn't like seriously trying to look into it to buy, but I was kind of curious because there's like this, there's tonal and there's a few other like what mirror, there's a few other kind of at home fitness equipment that have like a subscription per, that have a subscription cost on top of the, the equipment. I just can't get over how expensive it is. That's the thing that's tough for me. But like, it would be, it would be awesome to have this, especially like as I'm trying to keep going. Like last night, I, I rode my bike, and I wasn't able to ride it. Like I wanted to, I wanted to go out and ride for about an hour, and so I hadn't, um, I couldn't, I couldn't leave the house because it was just me and Lena, and, um. I think she was going to go out for a minute. So then I couldn't, I couldn't leave Gordon alone, even though he was going to bed. So I had to like kind of wait for her to come back home before I can get back out, before I could get out there on my bike. And by the time I was able to do it, it was like seven thirty, So the sun's going down a bit earlier these days. So by the time I'm finishing up my ride, it's like, you know, it's, it's not, it's not pitch black out there, but it's, it's nighttime. Like it's dark. And so if I had a Peloton, if I had any type, you know, I could do that at home. It'd be a, it'd be exactly what I would want, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, the 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 dream we'll say would be to have like a, a basement where yeah. you could just have all of these next to each other. Yeah, and just get like the dream workout in. But uh, you you know you have time to acquire all of it. Uh, definitely, it doesn't have to be overnight. Obviously, yeah, I want to get um. I would definitely, so we don't have it. We do have a basement, but we don't have a garage. And I want to get like weights that we can kind of lift and drop, you know, do cleans and stuff like that. And so I would definitely like to have a garage so that we can have a, a, a space to do that type of heavy lifting and dropping of those weights in the garage. So that's what I'm looking forward to with our next place. Yeah. You, we, so we we did speak about this because um, we were we've been talking about stocks a bit lately, and I had mentioned Nautilus, who I don't actually know exactly which companies they own, but they make quite a lot of um, fitness equipment, and their stocks are up seven hundred twenty six percent in the last year. Well, what is it at now? Right now they're at twelve dollars and fifteen cents. Yes, they haven't moved in a little bit since we yeah, last Yeah, exactly. One month, so in one month they're up fourteen percent, and three months they're up one hundred and eighteen percent. So, hey, hey, that one month return is so fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I guess just relative to the whole seven hundred percent, the one month is not that much. Right. Um, it's the, their last month has had a lot of ups and downs. Why is that? I'm not sure. Um. But before, so back in March, I'm, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but back in March, when we first got back from England, one of the things that I did was I went to Walmart and I was looking at their fitness equipment. And I was on, a, I remember looking at Dick's Sporting Goods because they were one of the first companies to shift away from uh, being able to enter the stores. 
and so they had like curbside pickup only. And so I was looking at dumbbells and I, I couldn't make a decision on if I wanted a set of adjustable, adjustable dumbbells, you know, like the Bowflex or the power block, or if I want to just straight up, you know, standard dumbbells. And I just never made a decision on it. I was too indecisive. And before I knew it, they were, they were unavailable in stores. And so I kind of like slipped off on the hunt yeah. for them for a while. And then when I finally was like, yo, I really need to get these things because the only work, the only workouts that I'm really doing at this point is riding my bike and maybe occasionally going for a run. But I need something. I need some weight to throw around. So I went online. Yeah. I tried to find some dumbbells. They're nowhere to be found. Uh, and if you want, like, if you want them, you either can get in on a, uh, on a list, you know, just notify me when it's available because you can't actually purchase them or you can purchase them. Um, for like double the price and have to wait like eight weeks for delivery. So because of that, I just haven't purchased anything. Still just kind of sitting here with nothing. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to get your Peloton, even though it took two months. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you were able to get it because this, uh, the, the weight, the weight is very real and, and it seems like it's probably going to stay this long for the time being because I don't really see many people being able to get out there to those gyms as soon as we had anticipated back in March. The, uh, so Nautilus is going to be publishing their second quarter earnings at the end of uh, business day tomorrow, hmm. the 10th. So second quarter, let's quickly figure out what their uh, quarter sort of calendar looks like, like what their um, Q2 2020 release. Yeah, it's at 4.30 now. It'll be interesting to think how well they did, considering that's that's COVID. Right. Exactly. Now, whether or not the growth many times forward has already been priced in, we don't know. It could be, right? Because six yeah. months ago, this thing was trading at a shade over $2. Exactly. Uh, and it was sub to 50 Well, that's actually maybe like... Three dollars or two seventy-five. Three six months ago, uh, the lowest it got to was about two thirty. It looks like. So you're right about the seven hundred plus percent. Now, if there's a if there's potentially a gamble here, you could probably try and put some money into them tomorrow at twelve bucks a share at, at market open, knowing that they're going to announce all this stuff, and you have to think of whether or not they're going to beat it or not. Now, if they do yeah. beat it, there's a shot of like, well, did they beat it? big enough and if they did you'll see a nice little pop if they beat it but not by enough then it's like all right you're not you might not see too much movement might go down and if it misses this thing is gonna free fall yeah exactly uh, so so there is that but at 12 dollars a share it's 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 certainly not an apple stock you know what i mean like it, there, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of value potentially to be mined out of a out of a stock at this level I'm looking at their last five years. Like they, they were in a, in a really tough stretch for most of 2019. Mm. And it's really, it's really once COVID hit, that things really shot back up for them. Yeah. But they're hardly at their, they're hardly at their peak that they saw about, you know, September, September 16th of 2016 at $25 a share. They're still half that right now. Grant, I have no idea what's happened to the company since then. Which is fine though. It's fine to, yeah. Nautilus on the seventeenth introduces a Bowflex Select Tech line. Does Nautilus own Bowflex? Yes, they do. 
Interesting. They, I don't know how much they own. That's the other thing. Like, they, I, I think they own quite a bit. Yeah. So, uh, Apple, I'm, I'm getting a notice on Apple. Shares of Apple will split four for one on August 31st. Yep. So that is 22 days from now. Uh, oh, it's actually... Oh, no, I'm sorry. On the 24th of August, if you already own shares, it'll split. Uh, and I think it'll... Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I think there's like a there's probably some waiting period. There's no like massive arbitrage opportunities. They're just saying that there's nothing for me to do. All of my shares will automatically transfer over, and right. I should be getting paid uh, a dividend tomorrow. Uh, so you know, I've still got a nice chunk of change sitting around. Not really doing much with it. Uh, waiting to reinvest. Yeah. Waiting to waiting to invest in something. Yeah, uh, you you and I have talked about it offline about like what I'm thinking about doing. So right. I'm happy to sit on it as it stands. If you look at the Apple like three year chart, it's kind of insane. It sort of reminds me of like the run up strip before the last few stock splits of like yeah they just went to the moon and they just kind of they they're bringing it back they're bringing it back. <laughs> it more, but it's just crazy like you know with COVID right there is this idea of, like the retail investor is being talked about. At a, at a volume that's never really been been heard from before, you know, I think Robinhood was uh, big enough where their effect on the market was that every other brokerage, even the brokerage I was using for a long time, uh, TD Ameritrade hashtag no free ads, uh, charged me uh, every time I bought or sold anything. It was nine ninety nine. Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot. It's a lot of money. And it was just one of those things. I was like, all right, well, the first few trades are free. I think it was like the first 20 trades or six months, whatever comes first, free. And then Robinhood, when they launched, I mean, I signed up for Robinhood immediately. I put 250 bucks in the Robinhood. I also lost 230 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I lost more than that. I lost $240. Uh, I invested in a, uh, a biotech company that ended up going under because they Oof. couldn't, they couldn't, uh, operationalized in time yeah and so it's just like you know the drug worked but they couldn't get it to market in time that's really tough stuff when it comes to biotech man mm-hmm. their 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 startup costs costs are not small and they're the, the you know given given how pharmaceuticals are like how the failure yeah. rate of drugs oh, if yeah. you fail if you fail in that first attempt you're done dude you're done like if, if if you're putting all your stock at least into one into one idea and it fails, it's over. Yeah. And so I had about uh, $7 left or something when I checked into Robinhood. I was like, oh, yeah. if I have $7 left, let's let it ride. And so what I did was, and I'll, I'll tell you what I did. Uh, I'm logging into the Robinhood account on the desktop for the first time ever. Uh, yeah. I don't use that. I I, that's, that's what I used to trade. But I do not use the desktop site very much. Use the app, right? Yeah. Uh, I I threw in about seven dollars, six dollars and sixty three cents. I apologize. <laughs> uh, into Bombardier, a Canadian transportation company, BDRBF. Uh, Thirty two cents a share. <laughs> <laughs> Basically a pink slip. Oh man, but uh, so. 
yeah, it's just like it's up and down. At one point, I uh, I made like a dollar on it, and like you know, making a dollar off of six dollars has actually a pretty good return, you know. <laughs> but uh, it's just like for, it's like just shoots and giggles. Just uh, somebody on Reddit like made this uh, made this thing. I was like, you know what? Maybe let's give it a shot. Uh, but I don't I don't really do anything in uh, in Robinhood. I'm not real. I'm not realistically putting anything in Robinhood. Yeah. I will give you a nice little tip for. Uh, Robinhood. You go to robintrack.net. All right. Okay. Robintrack.net. It's basically a nice little dashboard, and you can track their leaderboard to see like most popular stock, least popular stock, popularity oh, changes. And I would do popularity changes like either one to two hours or four hours, and you can really see like who's buying what, who's selling what, especially if there's a momentum play you want to hop in on. Yeah. Um, on the what can it do, aka their homepage, they give you three like people buying the dip, people taking profits, people going full FOMO. Like once you and they show you all these graphs for each stock. So once you know what how to read the chart at like a glance, to be like, oh, okay, I see, what, I see exactly what's going on. You might be able to just understand what the market's doing because I have to believe that a majority of Robinhood investors do not know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, everyone's yeah. just for the first time thinking, all right, well, it's a lot of millennials. A lot of people are our age, right? Seeing their high yield savings accounts, their rates plummet, right? right? Because banks are offering the, these uh, these interest rates at such a low uh, amount that they have to offset it somehow. They, 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 you know, in their eyes, they got to make money. Fine. If that's the game. That's the game. So... When we started with Marcus, what was the uh, Marcus rate? Was it over two? For Maybe which over, one? For their like high yield savings accounts, like. Yes. Yes. It was it over was, two, uh, right? Yeah. They it moved was like, it from yeah, Barclays. Yeah, Barclays was like two point two, I think, at the highest, and I think Marcus was at at the very least two point two five. I don't know how high yeah. it actually got. So you and, and now I, they're down to zero point eight. Is what my 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 um yeah. my Barclays it, like it keeps dropping every time I look at it every like two weeks I look at it yeah. it keeps dropping it was at one like yeah. a month ago now it's at zero point eight so I know that Marcus right now has has a seven month uh no penalty CD at point nine percent wow uh, so I would if you're if you're hell bent on keeping it at Marcus that's not a bad thing especially if you're not looking to touch it anytime soon. Uh, just to lock it, because there's no way, there's no way it doesn't drop any further. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's also, I don't know if you ever looked into the Betterment uh, path, where you do robo-advising. So right. you have like their Nobel Prize winning economists come up with the investing strategy. You let them know like what your time horizon is, what your goals are. So you can even do something like, oh, you know, Lena and I want to buy a house five years and this is the amount that we're planning to put by that. So they'll tell you, all right, well, this is how much you need to put away per month to have like a realistic shot at getting it. Uh, this is how much you should uh, invest, especially if it's over a year, it's considered a longer term. You should probably be getting more than 0.8% back on your money, right? right. Uh, so there's like all these things. Uh, you can either go super conservative or super aggressive. Um, I'm trying to just figure out like the whole spectrum of financial products from you know, it's literally getting paid in cash and putting it on your mattress to 
all the way like super leveraged like options plays or derivatives like there's 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 somewhere that like makes sense for like different percentages of the money that you have to make sure that the money is working for you as hard as you work for the money that's always been like one of my like mantras you know you work you work damn hard to get to get your money so your money shouldn't just be sitting around lounging you know that's how we, you and I started to have all those conversations about the dream account, the uh, the Marcus. Just like, oh well, we're not looking to touch it a lot, but you know, two point two percent is way better than point one percent that like Chase will give exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, thankfully we got to take advantage of it for quite a while. We've been with Marcus since almost the jump, like since they've uh, since their inception. Right. Uh, but uh, so. Um, yeah, just really looking into like a lot of those things and trying to figure out the best path forward. Um, it's just not easy, you know. Thankfully, thankfully, COVID has provided you the opportunity to not travel as much or mm-hmm. like really put the clamp down on a lot of ex- expenditures because it's like, where are you going to go? What is open? And you're able to like sort of, if you, if, you know, I'm thankful that we're able to stash away a little bit more than we normally would have. And uh, that's definitely a positive. Uh, in a sea of negatives, it's a small positive. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, we, Lane and I were taking a walk late on a Friday night, and we were kind of talking about the travel opportunities and just travel in general. And when do we think that we can actually do something again? Like, the, there's... It's there's a lot of enjoyment that you get out of just taking it, taking a week off of work and going oh, somewhere yeah. completely, you know, going to like, I, I just assuming you're taking kind of like a beach trip or whatever, going to paradise and unwinding for a bit. And we can't do that. So trying to think of different ways that we can get out of the house for a short period of time. So like yesterday, for example, we drove up to Jersey. Um, there's this, have you ever heard of this restaurant called Naf Naf? No, there's one in uh, on a Churchman's Crossing near the Christiana Mall. They opened up okay. about a year ago. They're a Middle Eastern style restaurant. They got like falafel and, oh, and such. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. And so they have their and they're like Chipotle style where you get like bowls. Um, oh, you get a bowl, yeah. you get a pita, super quick to to you know get in, get out. So they they've been closed ever since COVID hit. They closed all their stores and then they slowly started opening up. When I say slowly, I really mean extremely slowly. They opened up a couple of their locations in, in like the Midwest. And I don't know how many locations they have nationwide. It's not very many as far as I'm aware. But they opened up a couple of their Middle West, Midwest locations. And then they opened up one in uh, New Jersey about an hour from us. I can't even remember. What the, uh, Marlton, I think, is this, was the city. So uh, yesterday, we, we decided to drive up just to get out of the house. Because I, hadn't, I actually hadn't driven my car since, I think, last Sunday. So we got out the house finally got in the car and just drove up with Gordon. We picked up the food and then we went to a park that, that was in the area and we just laid out a, uh, a blanket and some towels, um, you know, just behind our car in the grass and just ate the food, laying it, packed up lunch for Gordon. So he ate. And then, uh, we spent a little bit of time just kind of walking around the park, put, we, uh, we brought like wipes and putting Gordon in the, in the swing for like two minutes, which he did enjoy. And then we came back. So like it wasn't it obviously wasn't a uh, a real like vacation or anything, but it was good just to get out of the house, get out of our normal everyday environment that we keep seeing 
each day. Like the the way that days flow into one another is a bit disorienting right now. Oh, sure. And I know we've talked a lot about COVID in general lately, or not, yeah, lately being in the last five months, <laughs> but yeah, right. the, the level of frustration is just constantly increasing these days. And it's not even just for the sake of like, oh, I really am craving to do this or crave, like it's not that I'm craving to do any individual thing, but I'm, I am, I'm craving the, the freedom to do whatever I want or like the lack of fear to do whatever I want. I think that's really it. Not, not necessarily yeah. the freedom, but the lack of fear to do what I want to do. And, um, you know, it just feels like, all right, but I can't, I cannot wait until we get a handle on this thing so that we can start to see some type of normal back in this world, back in, back in our local community. Um, you know, till then it's, it's, uh, we'll keep trying to, I'm going to keep trying to do these little, these little, like little types of trips. Uh, I think I mentioned to you before that, um, around the, around the, the changing of the seasons, I want to, I want to do a trip, a road trip up North to like Vermont, New Hampshire mm-hmm. to watch, to like check out the trees, the changing of the trees, the, um, the, the leaves on the trees. I've heard it's a really beautiful drive. So I'm just going to try to do something like that. Maybe we'll take a couple of days off of work and, um, stay in a, in a, in like a, 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 a BNB or, or a hotel or something. I'm not really sure the logistics of that yet, but just trying to, th- trying to think of things that we can do that we wouldn't have to jump on a plane that we can just do from our car and interact with very few people. Kind of like what you did when you, you guys went up to upstate New York. Yes. The, uh, the burnout is so real when you're just working nonstop. It's almost like the, for us adults now, it's like the reverse kind of summer vacation where it's like, what day is it? Yeah, what yeah, do I gotta absolutely. Do? Is today Wednesday or Tuesday? You know, oh, how man. fast or slow is this week going? Isn't that really weird that you yeah. can't you can't even like really track what day it is until you open up your calendar? Like, oh, yeah. is this is it time for my you know my my Wednesday meeting? My third my third my is it time for my Thursday meeting? Right. Like, is 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 today Thursday? Do I have the Thursday meeting today, or is it is it Tuesday? I don't really know. Can't keep track of anything. Yeah. I, each week is flying by. Like every single week flies by for me, and things like the simplest of things like stupid things too like oh like i like you know trying to trying to locate something like oh didn't i just see that yesterday or didn't i just like see that earlier today or was that yesterday or was that two days ago Sheesh, <laughs> i can't really remember <laughs> just exactly. to, this, it's just ridiculous um yeah like we, we've always said try to make trying to make the best of things trying to yep trying to keep everybody happy but and, and i know for me it's a little different than for lena because of the like the pressures of around the house like i know that when especially when it comes to work i can just check out and say okay anything happening around the house in terms of like chores things that need to get done i'm that's out of my mind right now i'm focused on work i'm focused on what's on my computer in front of me i'm comfortable being where i am for however long but i know that she's constantly has this crazy itch like if if say like she needs to vacuum or do some laundry or something like that it's just constantly eating at her and she'll have to do it so she feels all sorts of pressures these days and gotcha. because she because she's home it's 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 i don't want to say easy to do but it's it's difficult to ignore for her um additionally when it comes to like entertainment like you and i we have video games like i can constantly escape not constantly but i can escape into a, a different world um you know like in through through video game through this virtual media and feel like you know 
feel excited or happy to be making progress in something. So I don't have to leave the house to like, to get some, I don't know, to put a smile on my face. Um, you know, there's only, there's only so much TV that one can watch. And I, I think that gets a bit old for, for, for a lot of people. So yeah. I'm thankful that I have the hobby of, 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 uh, video games that are able to keep me, you know, sane a bit. <laughs> also thankful for my bike. That thing's, that thing's been great for me this summer. I got to take it in for, for a certain, like a tune up. I was supposed to take it in like a month, I think after I got it and they were closed and I, and they've been open for a bit, but I haven't taken it in. I've had it for like five months. So well overdue for a tune up on that guy. Nice. I well, should probably do that this week. Yeah. Sounds like you should, especially if yeah. you're looking to do some road trips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just stay safe out there. Check in week over week. Uh, and we'll get out of here then. Yeah. Week. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Well, I'm Rezo. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week. <laughs>